0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
1: Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Getting underway with the fourth and final hour on a glorious hump day evening. Absolutely uh Room service weather or Chamber of Commerce weather, however you like to look at it, uh, here uh, all week long. But I have a feeling the uh, waiter is going to bring the check by this weekend when the uh, remnants of Hurricane Delta uh, work their way towards us. Great to have you along as we enter into the last hour, six minutes after six. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. All you have to do is call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Or if you want to send me a text, use the CSRP, Common Sense Retirement Planning, text line number, 71307. Uh, On the text line, Bobby, in the words of Mel Blank, if Biden wins the election, Bedea, badia, Bedia, that's all, folks. Bobby, I'm still holding out for Hillary Clinton, president of the Incarcerated Bar Association. Bobby, to the Mel Blanc and Star Wars fans out there, Mel Blanc was picked to do the voice of C-3PO, and he told George Lucas... That the guy in the C-3PO costume's voice was great. And uh, so he has been doing that voice ever since. Bobby, did I see the moderator for the VP debate is Susan Page? The same Susan Page that is writing Nancy Pelosi's biography? How is that allowed? Well... How can the uh, moderator for the next presidential debate, guy from C-SPAN, whose first foray into politics was working as an intern for Joe Biden and who later worked for the Lion of the Senate, spelled L-Y-I-N, Senator Ted Kennedy, uh, how can these hardcore lefties be so? Well, you'll have to ask the nonpartisan presidential debate commission. How they go about selecting these folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby, there's a story about Mel Blanc going through a desert town uh, back when uh, uh, the cartoons were first uh, started uh, to be shown on uh, TV. Uh, he would uh, take a turn on the loudspeaker and make a train noise, train coming through in the wee hours of the morning. And, of course, there were no train tracks in the town. <laughs> Too funny. And uh, the Joker sends along stay 30 feet from other th- to flow the th- thread. Thank you, uh, Joker. Appreciate that. Hey, Bobby, you're wrong. The Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, does the voice for Sylvester the Cat. Uh, have you heard him? That lisp is out of control. Wow. Also uh, on the text line, Bobby, uh, Taz had his own show called Tasmania. Funny show. He was the only one in his family who spoke like that. His family spoke with normal voices. His dad sounded like Perry Como. (laughs) Okay. Well, what's uh, what's that saying? Go woke, go broke. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, if you've seen the guy, it looks like he just landed here from Venus or somewhere. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, is that body shaming, Bonnie Penny, to say that? Yeah, it is? Okay, just checking. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver casually let drop the bombshell news that the NBA will remove the name of the Marxist Revolutionary Organization Black Lives Matter from its basketball courts and players' jerseys next season. Wait until King LeBron hears about this. Uh, This comes following catastrophic ratings declines to all-time lows for the league's playoff games. From uh, SI Sports Illustrated, here are the numbers... For the first three games of the NBA Finals between the Lakers and the Miami Heat, Game 1, 7.4 million viewers. Game 2, 6.1 million viewers. Game 3, 5.9 million viewers. Those numbers for Games 2 and 3 are all-time lows for the NBA Finals. Now, there are some mitigating factors in terms of competing programming for games two and three, uh, but it does not begin to account for the magnitude of the crash. The real issue is that the first game drew 7 million viewers, while last year's finals between the Warriors and the Raptors averaged 15.1 million viewers. That would be a loss of uh, right at 50%, slightly more. Speaking with friendly interviewer Rachel Nichols of ESPN on that network's NBA countdown show at the end of an interview focused mainly on COVID prevention issues came the following exchange. Nichols, the NBA has certainly been the most visible billion-dollar organization that has championed social justice and civil rights. As you noted in your press conference the other day, though, that has not been universally popular. How committed are you to, uh, to, to that going forward? NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, we are completely committed to standing for social justice and racial equality, and that's been the case going back decades It's part of the DNA of this league. How it gets manifested is something we're going to have to sit down with the players and discuss for next season. I would say in terms of the messages you see on the court and on our jerseys, this was an extraordinary moment in time when we began these discussions with the players and what we all lived through this summer. My sense is there'll be somewhat a return to normalcy, that those messages will largely be left to be delivered off the floor. And I understand those people who are saying, I'm on your side, but I want to watch a basketball game. These attitudes expressed by the league's most prominent player, LeBron James, and its most prominent owner, Mark Cuban, are not endearing to uh, many fans. Yeah, I would say that uh, probably is the case. Uh, Christopher Brito of CBS chronicles uh, some of these exchanges going back and forth. Mark Cuban, a U.S. senator with three NBA teams in his state, employing thousands of people, and he is rooting for their businesses to do poorly. This is who you are, Ted Cruz, every minute of your life. This is exactly who you are, to which Ted Cruz replied, not surprising. Personally speaking, this is the first time in years that I haven't watched a single game in the NBA Finals. Hashtag, go woke, go broke. We uh, shall see if Mark Cuban defies the commissioner and keeps BLM on the Mavericks court next season, and if so, if there are any consequences for that action. 15 million viewers for a Game 1 of the NBA Finals last year, 7.4 million viewers this year. Is there a message in there somewhere? Quarter after six here in the Bobby Mack Show, when we come back on the other side, the uh, lamestream media, the propagandists posing as journalists, keep telling us, You know, there's no real worry about ballot harvesting or voter fraud with these mail-in ballots. Oh, really? Then how about this guy in New Jersey? That's next. Bobby Mack, 620, right here in the uh, bonus hour, the Bobby Mack Show, fourth and final one on this uh, hump day evening. So we keep hearing from the uh, media and uh, and all the uh, pundits, uh, you know, even, even uh, uh, Christopher Ray, guys ahead of the FBI. Well, you know, uh, we don't uh, really have to be uh, that concerned about uh, ballot fraud with uh, mail-in ballots. Uh, not, it, it's no uh, real uh, Major League problem. Okay. Well, then, uh, how do you explain this? This is from NBC News, New York. A U.S. Postal Service mail carrier from Hudson County, New Jersey, has been arrested for discarding mail, including 99 general election ballots sent from the County Board of Elections that were intended to be delivered to West Orange, New Jersey residents. U.S. Attorney Craig Carpinito has announced Nicholas Bouchane, 26, is charged with one count of delay, secretion or detention of mail and one count of obstruction of mail. The uh, delay of mail charge is punishable by a maximum penalty of five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. The obstruction of mail charge is punishable by a maximum penalty of six months in prison and a $5,000 fine. Attorney information for the accused was not immediately known. Uh, Bouchain is scheduled to appear Uh, He was scheduled to appear this afternoon in Newark federal court. According to court documents, roughly 1,875 pieces of mail, including 627 pieces of first class, 873 pieces of standard mail, two pieces of certified mail, 99 general election ballots destined for residents in West Orange, and 276 campaign flyers from local candidates for the local town council and board of education were recovered from dumpsters in North Arlington and West Orange on October 2nd and the 5th. The intended destination for the ballots and uh, and campaign flyers are heavily Democratic areas. The mail had been scheduled to be delivered on September 28th October 1st and 2nd uh, on the delivery dates for which mail was recovered. Bouchain was the only mail carrier assigned to deliver mail to the addresses on the recovered mail, according to the court documents. So who knows what this guy's political leanings may be, but the fact of the matter is it doesn't really matter. You know, it, mail fraud is mail fraud. And, and, uh, when it concerns, obviously, uh, Mail that includes ballots—we uh, got—we uh, got a serious problem here. Okay, uh, let's uh, see if we can uh, squeeze in uh, today's edition of uh, ATF here. Are you ready uh, to go with that, uh, Miss Money Penny? Good deal. In that case, let's bring Ladies on Jerry. Ladies and Garrett. gentlemen, once again, Bob McClane presents amazing, amazing,
0: amazing, true, true, true,
1: true, true, true facts. facts. Thank you, Gary Goodvoice. Joined for ATF today, as always, by uh, the Bobettes, Miss Moneypenny, in her hazmat suit in our studios. Hello. And uh, little Annie has been struggling with computer problems, but hopefully has those squared away now. Joining us from a covert news location. Maybe not. Or not. (laughs) She may be still trying to get the uh, computer squared away after it crashed. So we begin... This guy was at a restaurant where the employees take turns singing. And when a server came around to the table, put the mic in front of one of the customers uh, during let it go, as they call it, and uh, surprised everybody because he had a pretty good voice. guess you just never know who's going to show up in your restaurant. Speaking of singing, don't. as you may or <laughs> uh, may not be aware, no, I'm not going to sing, thank goodness. Uh, the actors from the uh, Marvel Universe are all in a fantasy football league together. Uh, they do it for charity. All the proceeds will go to charity, but that doesn't mean they don't uh, want to win. For his Week 5 matchup with Robert Downey Jr., Paul Rudd, made a pretty cool hype video that is a parody of Iron Man. Where he missed the mark.
0: You're
1: lose to there you go, Paul Rudd with his Iron Man <laughs> for Robert Downey Jr.
0: That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, the other night on the uh, Tonight Show, Daniel Craig, who is still number two in my book to uh, Sean Connery, but just made a pretty good bond, uh, Daniel Craig talked about what he won't miss about playing. 007. Uh, Primarily somebody going shaken, not stirred at nine in the morning. I don't get it very often, but sometimes I'll be sat somewhere, maybe in a hotel lobby or somewhere, you know, where there's a bar, maybe it can be literally nine a.m. in the morning. And um, a martini will be shoved in front of you. Back in the day, there may be a time when a 9 a.m. martini may have been a kind of nice thing, but just, I'm just not. They don't go down so well now. So 9 I love a martini, but 9 a.m. is
0: a bit tough. I won't miss that.
1: <laughs> well, as long as it's uh, shaken but not stirred, I guess it's okay. And uh, finally, Led Zeppelin has emerged victorious, winning their Stairway to Heaven copyright case you may remember this this thing has been going on for years Uh, we actually played both the intro to Stairway to Heaven and uh, the intro to a a song from the band Spirit called uh, Taurus Uh, Spirit sued Led Zeppelin way back in 2014 saying the intro to Stairway was ripped off from their song uh, you all know what uh, Stairway to Heaven sounds like. So here is the intro to Taurus. Well, there you go. What do you think? Kind of close. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's what the jury said. Uh, kind of close, but, uh, no, no cigar. cigar. Yeah. They, they didn't think that, uh, that Zeppelin had actually ripped off, uh, the uh, song by Taurus and went, uh, all the way to Supreme court. Uh, wow. the, the jury actually had, uh, had ruled in, in, uh, favor of Led Zeppelin and Zepp, Zepp's, uh, well, actually one of the, uh, uh uh, attorneys for uh, one of the uh, members of the of the band spirit had carried the lawsuit uh, to appeal and the Supreme Court uh, said now nah, it's it's going to stand we, we think it uh, jury made the right decision so there you go uh, there is ATF for today 6 30 here on the Bobby Mac show little Annie is ready with the news update and then I'm right back with the last half of the bonus hour here on hump day on W.O.R.D.
0: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more rips, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Welcome back. Great to have you along. 6.36 now, 24 before 7. We are in the uh, closing minutes of the uh, bonus hour here on uh, this uh, hump day. Uh, Tonight, of course, at uh, 9 o'clock here on WORD, you will hear the uh, vice presidential debate uh, between, of course, uh, Kamala Harris and uh, Vice President Mike Pence. By the way... Never one to uh, let a, a mistake just slide without uh, drawing a little attention to it. The uh, Trump campaign uh, has reportedly left a vice presidential debate ticket for Tupac Shakur <laughs> at the at the venue tonight. Uh, you may be aware uh, Democrat uh, candidate Kamala Harris uh, was doing a, an interview recently and was asked, Uh, who is your favorite, who is the best rapper alive? And uh, she said uh, Tupac Shakur, uh, who, of course, uh, uh, assumed room temperature way back in 1996. A Trump campaign advisor shared the news on a press call. I asked the Trump campaign, who Vice President Mike Pence is bringing to tonight's tonight's debate, said a, a CBS reporter, uh, a uh, the uh, campaign re- a spokesperson responded, uh, Tupac. pack." <laughs> uh, the that was uh, Jason Miller, senior campaign advisor. Harris made the gaffe during the NAACP's virtual convention last month, after CNN commentator Angela Rye asked, uh, "Best rapper alive." The Democrat VP candidate said, Tupac, and then corrected herself saying, I keep doing that. West Coast girls think Tupac lives on. Well, you may uh, may think so, but uh, I think the facts fly in the face of that. In on the text line 71307, uh, Bobby, that mail carrier in New Jersey was his name bobby boucher my mama said people shouldn't vote for that trump he's the devil <laughs> i think it was a, a different uh, guy uh man bob things really have changed since the clinton years now everyone has to be told to wear a mask but back then they had to tell the interns to wear underwear Ooh. Um, Bobby, the NBA is the epitome of racial inequality. I mean, aren't they about 95% black? Maybe we should start demanding equal representation for white players in the NBA. Hey, Bobby, I'm curious. Uh, Ms. Maxwell, Gawain Maxwell, uh, in jail, no recent news of her condition. Is she still alive? Quietly disposed of, by the way, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself from D in Enman. Thank you, D. Appreciate that. Bobby, here's hoping for a painful death for the NBA, NFL, MLB, Newscar, and the National Hockey League. Bobby, do you think President Trump will win in 2020? Yes, is the simple answer to that. Uh, bu- bu- bum. And I think that catches me up with the uh, text line. Now then, among the uh, the other <clears throat> substantial differences between the campaigns of Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden, uh, open borders for Biden, building a wall for uh, President Trump, and on and on and on. Uh, the uh, former Chase. Chief Economist Anthony Chan chimed in on the impact of Joe Biden's tax plan on the U.S. economy. A report released today by the Committee for a Responsible Federal uh, Budget estimates that Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden's proposed policies would increase taxes by about $4.3 trillion over 10 years, while president trump's would decrease tax revenue for the government by about 1.7 billion even as biden's overall fiscal agenda would likely increase the federal deficit slightly more than trump's slightly more if they get the green new deal the crfb report notes there's a wide disparity between the low and high end potential deficits of the Trump and Biden agendas largely because of significant vagueness in both plans at the high end Biden's policies could increase the federal deficit by 8.3 trillion dollars over the next 10 years above what is projected under current law while Trump's could boost the deficit by 6.8 trillion and then they go on to crunch some more numbers. Look, you know, Biden is out there campaigning that uh, he's, he's going to raise your taxes. You know? Well, you know, if you want somebody that's uh, going to cut your taxes, uh, don't look at me. I'm going to raise your taxes. There was a, a piece today by Bruce Wilds uh, at a blog that he writes called Advancing Time that was kind of interesting. He made some, some valid points. Uh, the title of the piece was Americans can no longer afford the luxury of caring if Trump did this or that. Many Americans no longer care what Trump has done or not done. When it comes to choosing between him and Joe Biden as our president, far greater issues loom before us than Trump's past. As for the thought of Russia's meddling in the 2016 election, or whether Trump colluded with the Russians, By now, most people seem to have made up their mind. People are either outraged, simply concerned, or taken the attitude that it was all a big nothing burger and lies promoted by its enemies. Today, few Americans are concerned as as to whether President Trump had a closer relationship with Russia at any point before his election than he lets on. This runs directly up against the question of how much it matters. Does it impact national security, as the deep state claims? And does the average American even care? Things are much different than in mid-December of 2018, when there was a huge dust-up as new statements and allegations surfaced having to do with Trump's sexual adventures. These misdoings of a personal nature took front and center. Of course, at the time, those attempting to impeach and oust uh, the Donald latched onto these claims, thinking they would be the final nail in his coffin. Back then, the story surrounded Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, and the parent company, the National Enquirer, admitting responsibility for its role in a $150,000 catch-and-kill hush money payment to a former Playboy playmate. The playmate, Karen McDougal, alleged that she had an affair with Trump in 2006. Under a non-prosecution agreement, AMI admitted that it refused to publish her claim to prevent it from influencing the election by damaging President Trump. Um, he, he goes on to uh, talk about uh, the, uh, the various differences in the campaigns and the various charges uh, over time that have been leveled against Trump. Uh, but he concludes, more overshadowing than any other factor affecting this election is that we are seeing two starkly different paths forward. If Trump is reelected, the focus will continue to lean toward job creation, increasing our wealth, and letting the private sector, the supply side of the economy, expand as rapidly as possible. Biden's agenda, in contrast, is more centered on addressing America's problems with growing economic inequality, likely to be accompanied by redistributing more economic opportunities, including some wealth, to the lower and middle classes via government programs. Whether it was the deep state uh, or the deep south that brought Joe back from the brink, we may never know. What we do know is that the economic path Biden wants to take us down will have huge negative social and cultural ramifications. Once America starts down this path, the majority of people that always want more will have their way and the checks and balances that have served this country will slip away. That's why, in my opinion, many Americans will, will feel they can no longer afford the luxury of caring if Trump did this or that. 6.47 now, 13 before 7 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, Step away for a moment and then right back with the closing minutes here on Hump Day on WORD. Sounds like Lucille being played by the late, great B.B. King. 6.52 now. It's uh, 8 before 7 o'clock here on the Bobby Mac Show. 9 tonight, of course, uh, you will hear the uh, VP debate, VP Mike Pence and uh, Kamala Harris. And a little listener guide for tomorrow. Uh, Some outstanding guests will be on the show tomorrow. In the 3 o'clock hour, Uh, My guest will be Tennessee United States Senator Marsha Blackburn. She is, of course, a member of the uh, Judiciary Committee. And we will talk about her now that we are less than a week away from the confirmation hearings for uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. And uh, we also, of course, uh, will uh, get her impressions of the uh, debate tonight. Then in the uh, 4 o'clock hour, of course, uh, we'll uh, be uh, talking uh, with the uh, South Carolina GOP, also following up on the uh, debate coming up tonight. And then uh, in the 5 o'clock follies tomorrow, I'll be joined by my friend Bill O'Reilly, who also will be uh, giving us his assessment of the uh, debate. And the, uh, the revelation uh, that uh, has uh, come forth with the declassification of these documents showing that uh, apparently Hillary Clinton... Uh, was the one that uh, planted the idea and paid for the uh, Russia collusion investigation. By the way, this can't be good for, uh, for Joe Biden, who refuses to uh, disavow, of course, BLM. Uh, Black Lives Matter co-founder says Joe Biden is, quote, part of the violent white supremacist system. Uh, does that sound like an endorsement to you? And speaking of bad news, we were kind of speculating about this earlier in the program when I was talking about North Carolina uh, Democrat uh, Cal Cunningham, candidate uh, running against Tom Tillis for the Senate. Uh, We're talking about uh, the revelations of this sex scandal that's exploded about how uh, this would involve violations of the UCMJ, the uh, Uniform Code of Military Justice, Uh, This uh, today at uh, the Daily Wire, the Army Reserve has launched an investigation into Democrat Cal Cunningham in response to a growing sex scandal. Simon Flake, Chief of Media Relations and uh, Public Information for the Army Reserve uh, Strategic Communications, said the Army Reserve is investigating the matters involving Lieutenant Colonel James Cunningham as such. We are unable to provide further details at this time. Gulp. Got to wrap it up for this evening. Thanks so much for being along. We'll uh, follow the debate tomorrow. God bless.